<laughs> yeah, we're looking for a surprise here, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and welcome to the drunken jaguar we are fresh off a jaguars victory this past sunday against the las vegas raiders i said it felt like we were gonna lose you can see all the makings of a jaguars one possession loss coming up but somehow we pulled it off we got a win and now now we're looking at a launching a win streak <laughs> against the chiefs <laughs> how's it feeling <laughs> All right. Well, we're, uh, there's no win streak about to happen now. You know, you, you beat the Raiders, but this would have been nice if we this was the last game of our win streak before we lost to the Chiefs and then we lost to the Ravens. And, you know, where the schedule gets tough, but um, it's, it's going to be an interesting one against the Chiefs. You know, we saw the Titans give them problems, but the Raiders are a mess. I, I don't know how they blew that lead. I was very happy to see it, though. I, I started giving up on myself watching the game. It was fun to see the Jaguars fight back. You know, they showed some fight, some grit, which was nice. Yeah, they definitely showed some grit, and they came back from 17 points down. The funny thing was, you know, even on the commentating, was it James Lofton or someone talking about the game where they, they were basically saying, hey, yeah, you go down like this, you, you just really can't think about the score. You have to, as a team, just – go out as and trot out as an offense and operate just ignoring what the actual score is. And that's really the way that you can work your way back into a game like this. And the Jaguars actually did it. Right? But I do, I do want to point out a very starkly different first half from versus that second half. I mean, Devonta Adams put up what was going to look like some NFL record stats against us in the first half. And then comes out second half gets, gets shut down. And the Jaguars themselves were in their trap trapped in punt lands, right? That first half. And then, come out in the second half and it was i mean they flashed stats on the screen several times i mean just touchdown field goal touchdown touchdown you know so very different halves yes yeah, so i've been waiting for those jaguars to come out too man the drives are good and you know they they look good on that drive i don't know if it was their first drive where uh jamichael hasty fumbled i guess it was hasty that fumbled or trevor lawrence fumbled you know some miscommunication on the handoff but what happened, man? The Raiders, they, they, this is like the third time they've fallen apart and blown like a 17-point lead. Kind of crazy. But, yeah, Devontae Adams, I thought he was going to, you know, go go for 300 yards. So, uh, I had a friend sitting next to me, and, you know, they were playing Devontae Adams in fantasy football, and they're like, come on, dude. Like, you guys can't stop this guy? Like, what's going on here? And in the second half, man, it was, it was a totally different story. Tyson Campbell played really well on him, too. Started rolling coverage towards him, and they just couldn't – do anything they couldn't run the ball either josh jacobs has been incredible all year so that, that was a little bit concerning and josh mcdaniels i think he might be on the hot seat and the raiders are this is a really disappointing season for them i know i know that much and it's just a big one for the jags when they needed it most and i mean we're, we're creeping close to thanksgiving what do you what do you think does football matter football definitely matters now in the weirdest no. way we have to we have to beat the Chiefs. I'm gonna give you an argument right now as to why we're gonna beat the Chiefs and why this is okay. one of the most epic Jaguar seasons ever. All right. So it begins with the fact that yes, we were already down and out on the season, right? At uh, two and two and four is already looking bad. But two and five, two and six, we had we'd basically written the team off. But now that we're able to pull off a victory, we're able to come back on top of that as well. It gives the team a new breath of fresh air. There's got a lot of swag this week coming in to play the Chiefs. The Chiefs have not looked 
as stellar as they have in past seasons. They are sans uh, Tyreek Hill, right? They have less of an explosive offensive attack. Pat Mahomes able to wiggle himself out of uh, quite a few situations, but he's not as dominant in a consistent fashion this season. And the Jaguars are going to, and they're at their best. They're going to, they match up really well against this Kansas City Chiefs team. If we look at the Jaguars' victories so far, it was in games in which probably I would argue the most uh, heavily, let's say, expected to lose. And we come out and destroy. Now, it doesn't mean that the Chargers and that the Colts have had stellar seasons. The Colts especially are, are kind of teetering on shambles right now. But the Colts are an example of a team that have beat the Chiefs this year. So if you're looking at anything's possible, if you look at that the Jaguars are able to accomplish anything when, when they you know, set their mind to it, this is definitely one of those games. All right. Also. Uh, NFL is very weird, right? I, I'm always like surprised at these teams that finish, you know, seven nine historically, right? So like you know seven ten or or uh, eight and eight and nine or something. I mean, how how do you put together eight wins and not be good, right? Is my question. And so right. I'm, I'm probably looking at all these teams that are able to do that. They they wind up losing close games, like we've been losing. Because if you start off and you're just straight up getting blown out and and you start off you know three and six and you're getting blown out you you, you have no reason really to win game i mean you're gonna you're gonna win a couple just because things are gonna coalesce and your team pulls it off you know at some point later in the season people do want to play well like they do want to win but you're not going to be able to necessarily in a league where you're playing teams that are getting increasingly pressured to make the playoffs with those teams that have better records than you so where, where we're really interesting right here is that we are three and six but we have a point margin so our point differential is still some absurd like plus 20 the best yeah. in the afc south still the only positive point differential in the afc south and yeah. and one of the top point margins in the league we're a, we're a good team we just haven't been able to close it out so i i think this is this is it man this is we beat the chiefs we're four and six that's a sexy record man four and six and you beat the you've blown out the chargers colts and chiefs in that you and you're also owning the afc west even if they're not the best this year, that's a sexy ass record. We're definitely in talks at Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, I, I will agree that. By the way, that's a that's a great argument. Um, you you almost sold me on the Jaguars beating the Chiefs, <laughs> <laughs> but not quite. But it's still the Chiefs. You know, the, their offense has still been good. They're really starting to get a good rhythm going. I feel like the Jaguars strength on defense is they really stop the run well and guess what the Chiefs don't do they they don't really run the ball you know Patrick Mahomes threw it almost 70 times against the Titans what the hell that is absurd if they lose this game it's it's not looking so good and a lot of it relies I mean they're gonna have to win the division right a lot of it relies on Ryan Tannehill's health and how the Titans are going to play here in the coming weeks they already had their bye they play you know, the Broncos this week, and we don't even know what kind of Broncos team we're going to get. Then they play the Packers, and we don't know who the hell the Packers are anymore. And they play them on Thursday night. So, but those are two games they could potentially lose. And if the Jaguars can somehow beat the Chiefs, I think they'll, they might, you know, be back in talks and people will be like, hey, maybe they can come back and win this division. The concerning thing is you play them, you go on by, and then you play Baltimore. Baltimore's, they're, they're pretty hot right now. And they, they look pretty good. So it's not the two teams you really want to play. And like I said well, before, the, the best thing is we play the Titans twice still. So if you're close within two games when you play the Titans, that, you know, you're going to flip a game just like that by beating them. I, I agree. Yeah. And, and first of all, the Titans. 
Titans. Can't wait to fucking sweep them this year. Fuck the fucking Titans. I'm going to have to censor a lot of this shit now in a second when I edit this episode. <laughs> many many uh, expletives are being uttered here. Secondly, though, okay, we beat, we beat the Chiefs. Then we go on the bye. I said, that's two weeks of reveling in beating the Chiefs' glory. That's two weeks of the league taking a little bit of notice. Two weeks of our positive, whatever, point margin. Look how, look how we're a pretty decent team. People digesting that. And the, the Titans, who have, who have uh, apart from their recent loss to the Chiefs, had several strung several wins together in a row, have not done so in tip-top fashion. I think, we're, I think we start to look pretty competitive against them. And it's just going to be after a nationally televised Tony Romo and Jim Nance called mm-hmm. the game on CBS, which is, yes. which is hilarious because Pete Prisco and, and Tony Baselli on you know, Jaguars radio have been talking all season about this game getting flexed to a Sunday night, joking that the Jaguars at this point should have been six and three, seven and two, what have you. But we are going to get a nationally broadcast Tony Romo, Jim Nance game. I'm feeling good about it, man. The only thing is that the last time they, one of the last times they called one of our games was was against the, the Patriots in 2018, which uh, felt amazing at the time when we beat the Patriots, but then it sent us into a tailspin for, uh, what is it, the last uh, three years. Yep, that, that does really feel like the last time. But, yeah, man, I mean, we'll see what happens. I just, it's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. And, you know, we got Andy Reid. Doug Peterson is from the Andy Reid tree. He, uh, Andy Reid was his coach when Doug Peterson was a quarterback. So it's it's going to be, you know, it's a pretty interesting storyline. But it's still the Chiefs. And guess where they're playing, man? Just just the easiest place to play in the world, right? For Especially for a young quarterback over there in Arrowhead. Hey, but the, the Doug Peterson, Andy Reid tree, Doug Peterson's going to be playing a lot of loud crowd noises for the Jag this week as they practice. They're, they're amping up the volume in practice. They're getting ready for that deafening sound. And I don't know, man. I think uh, I think they're going to get – the Chiefs are going to get a little punch in the mouth on that first Travis ATN breakaway run, and, and they may not be able to recover. Yes, the run game is going to be huge. If they can run the ball for 150 and, you know, keep them – keep this game real close, you know, and start to – if they can get – if they can have one game – where they are going to get the quarterback down because I have not seen it yet, except that game against the first game against the Colts. If there's any game to do it, do it now. Hopefully that's going to be the case. Thank you so much, I said, for this uh, episode of uh, the Drunken Jaguar. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Drunken Jaguar. The Drunken Jaguar is an SB Nation and Big Cat Country podcast, and we look forward to speaking with you in the bye week. Until then... Jags. Let's go, Jags. Change the narrative, baby. Oh, Trevor God. Lawrence. No, I'm, I'm hoping so. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
Anything I'd like to see Trevor right? throw 68 times. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I want to see that, to be honest with you. I can see Trevor <laughs> throw it more than 15 yards down the field. So, yeah. I <laughs> Just keep running the ball, because Travis Etienne's for real. Please just keep running it. <laughs>